Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Hope you tune into my show, Untold with Maria Menunos, this Thursday night at 8 on E. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey! Hey! here with the Arrow After Show amazing episode and of course to break it down are your favorite hosts so I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. I'm Katie Cullen. Hi all my buddies. And I'm Tari J. Miller. I'm Yell and I'm enjoying watching them dance. Everybody's like oh yeah. oh wait hold up hold up this one. I get it. Uh, Turn down for what? <laughs> for those listening, you're everything. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> really, I promise I can do that better, I swear. If you're listening on iTunes, you need to watch on YouTube, at least for the intro. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. That was Plus, amazing. Plus, everyone looks really pretty tonight. Yeah. Oh, Including yes, Tari. Tari's Aww. also really pretty. Every shout night. out to Glam Squad. I, shout out to Glam Squad for doing hair and makeup. Wait, hold on. Shout on out me. to... Me, I was my own makeup artist. You're always I, your own makeup artist. I, so I, 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 I got to take credit only because you know we're we're giving credits to to, oh, yeah, to well, y'all. Also, Sirens Boudoir for doing yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so zone. we do have a show. We we yeah. are actually we are doing an after show tonight. Right. We are. Yeah. So highly anticipated on my behalf, I will say, because I really wanted to see what this Carrie chick was all about. She's a really pretty villain. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, she's cute. She's styling. Yeah. Hard to be mad at her, but I get it. It's weird. I really like her as a, I was like, she's a great villain though. Yeah. She's so fun. I thought she was going to die and I'm actually pretty glad that she didn't because Mm -hmm. that means that she may come back in some capacity and that will be fun and interesting. I think we're, we're guaranteed that she's coming back based on how it ended. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting flashback because, you know, at first I will say, because I was taking notes, I looked up and then there were Mirakuru soldiers. Wait, what's going on? I'm confused. They came back and then it dawned on me. Okay. We're having a flashback for 2.2 seconds. Oh, hi. Now here's Carrie. Yeah. Same here. Right. Like, was, is this season two? Did this record correctly? Are we, right. Oh, right. Oh. We're yeah. framing it different. So here's the thing. Do you think they filmed that when they were filming all the season two stuff? No. No. I, I think they refilmed. They're like, oh, because I think they didn't even have that character thought and plotted up until recently. Because she is created by the show producer. She wasn't somebody... From prior that I know of, she's not in the comics. She is in the comics. She is, yeah. but didn't they write her into the comic? 
Uh, the show's... Oh, gosh. I don't know if it's the, the show's show, creator or the like producer. Right. The EP. Uh, yeah. yeah. When yeah. he was writing for the comics, he created that oh, character. Oh, okay. I knew yeah. that was something so along the lines that he had created. person. Got it. Okay, that makes so much mm. more sense. Well, either way, I liked her. Um, but I oh, will yeah. say, okay, so she had this on him on this like big goose chase, if you will, right? Yeah. How does she know? I mean, yeah, her boo, her her wannabe boo, is very her intelligent. Wannabe? Yeah, her wannabe. Her wannabe. Her wannabe <laughs> is real intelligent. But what are the odds that he's going to happen to think to smash the little heart at the tip of the arrow and know that there's a note in there? Like, she could have been waiting for a very long time or just killing a lot of people up until he finally thought, hmm, let me... Inside. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, the, he would have never smashed that if Felicity wouldn't. Like, the, everything had to line up for that to happen. Right. So I have an assumption. Okay. It was a Xanatos okay. gambit. That he put that, he, she put that slip in a bunch of different stuff. That's what I was oh, thinking, yeah, too. In all of them. Eventually, he would find it. Not necessarily <laughs> in arrows, but like in other things. Like, I'm sure somewhere on the body or in the suits of the okay. body. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sure she was like, okay, here's one way. Yeah, but at the same time, if she did that and the cops were to check the body, they'd be like, oh, dead clue where I can find the killer. Right? Right. Well, I think I she mean, would have put it in all of the arrows. I mean, they wouldn't that, all be made flawlessly, and eventually he would want to break it down, see how it was made, etc. It's just convenience and Oliver's emotional constipation that led to him figuring it out so quickly. Right. Hey, she's been following him for a, a long time. She knows all of his moves, and she knew exactly what he was going to do. Man, he that's sounds like a magazine article or something. <laughs> 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 what? But but he's never done that before. Right, right. No, you don't know. But here's we the do. thing. To just keep going with this topic, okay? It gets even better because then he shows up to the actual address, mm-hmm. which she doesn't know when he's actually going to show up, right. and the candles are already lit and everything is set up. How long ago did you light those candles, and how did you know he was going to just go there right away and find the address? Because there was no, I don't know, whatever. Was, and then, no, I got it. I know. Yeah. I know how she did it because I too sometimes think like a creepy stalker. Okay. <laughs> so okay. here's what she did. I'm, she glad had, on your, I'm glad you're on that side of the table. Right. <laughs> she set everything up. Right? Like, everything's been set up for right. months. Okay. And she had some sort of system or, or um, security knowing when he would arrive. And that's why, I mean, she wasn't there. She was next door. Because but, she was like, oh, now is the time. Oh, hurry up. Light. I got to light all the candles. <laughs> light I got to light all the candles. <laughs> There's a lot of candles. Lighting candles takes time. Not if she's got one of those cool systems. She's got a system. Trust me. Trust me as a stalker. We got this. Okay. I feel like that's a problematic phrase. Trust me as a stalker. (laughs) Nope. I like to assume that it's like the uh, trick birthday candles. (laughs) So it's (laughs) all of them. So they just never go out. (laughs) And she's like, all right, it's always going to be ready. Right. Right. In case he shows up. (laughs) I feel like this is something she does every night. Mm. Just in case. And she got lucky that he figured it out that night or the next night when Mm. the body was discovered. Whenever that went down. Right. I mean, I feel like she was prepared to do this for a couple weeks until he figured it out. Or she would have waited a couple days and then contacted him somehow and been, seriously, seriously, bro, get over here. Right. Right. Let's just talk about, though, the fact that, okay, so he visit her psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say her name wrong because it was just so short and so quick that I saw her name. Personal. Okay. Done. (laughs) Done. Done. Anyhow. I wrote it down. Personal. Yeah, let's let's just talk about her past, okay? Because she was... Well, according to Felicity, was it Felicity that said she was the first person on SWAT, first woman on yes. SWAT? Yeah. Yeah. But and also part of 
Argus? 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 No, she no, was, oh, she was, was sent not there. Part of Argus. Oh, okay. She just Amanda Waller just happened to know about all this stuff about her. Uh, not Amanda um, Waller. Excuse me, Lila. I'm sorry. I'm mm. sorry. I think at the end, Diggle was the one who went to Amanda Waller oh, or to Lila and said, it. "Look." We got this person. She is insane in the membrane, but right. she's really good with doing these things. And we don't want to kill her, but we can't put her in the actual prison system. Can you do the thing with the stuff? And Amanda Waller went, "Oh, hey, another criminal to add to my collection." Sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't okay, but didn't Oliver at one point say something about putting her on the Suicide Squad because she'd be beneficial? No, at the end, that's yeah, what they yeah, did after she was okay. already there, okay. and they made, I believe, a Harley Quinn reference where they said she's not even the craziest person they have, craziest woman they have on the Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, the last woman True. they had on the squad was crazier, yeah. implying oh, that Harley gotcha. is no longer there. Right. Mm. Mm, I don't know because what are Batman properties and. Green Arrow universe, mm. <laughs> not well, licensed by the CW. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to continue cameos. to just wrap her up so we can go topic yeah. to topic. So let's continue on and just talk about the whole. I'm going to jump, and you guys can cut me off if I'm jumping way too quickly. But when they finally meet up at the place where he had saved her, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Their special space, the special space, oh. our special spot. Oh my god, yeah. so romantic, guys. So romantic. <laughs> um, but it, I almost it died. Is it was great. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to say in the fight scene. Okay, so obviously we used to be part of SWAT, so she knows how to fight. Right. I was wondering the same thing. What I love is that her using the bow and arrow did not last long at all. Yeah. Because that is a weapon that she is not trained in. Right. And even if she had, what was it? Do we have a five-month, six-month gap yeah, between five seasons so. here? Five right. or so months? Right. Well, they showed that us- is not enough time for her to master it in the same way that Oliver has. So, of course, he bests her easily with the bow mm-hmm. and arrow, and when it comes to hand-to-hand, of course she has training in that, and that's a much more interesting fight. Uh, yeah, yeah I believe the flashback showed us it was it was two... No, two years? No. How long has it been since the... Like five months. Yeah, it's yeah. been that uh, long. All right. She, yeah, she yeah. Gets okay. saved It's been less than attack. a year. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Well, either way, the point well, of the story is it was, it was a okay. really great fight. Yeah. You know, yes. I will, you know, I'm going to rewind it. No, I won't rewind it. We'll just keep going. Yeah. Great she fight scene. She had it prepared. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, obviously, because she knew where they were going to meet, right? So it's like she already knew where this trap door and that trap door was if this went wrong, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. she so, also had the timing because a train, the train. was going to come eventually. Yeah. And that... She really is just doing a lot of Xanatos gambits. We have to get to this particular spot on the track where the handcuff is so I can bolt him down, unless she has handcuffs every 15 feet or so. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. No. I'll say my favorite part of that scene was when Stephen. Oops, sorry, Oliver. Close enough. Because, <laughs> you know, me and Stephen are homies. Yeah. Like Stephen's that. in the booth. Yeah, yeah. That, that's Stephen, too. Yeah. Um, but when he broke his hand to get out of the handcuff and, you know, he pushes her to the side and she looks up and tosses her hair and she, mm. would she say something like, you, you really do love me. Yeah! yeah. It's like, like, no! Look crazy! Look, <laughs> woman! I don't think he broke his hand. I think he just kind of dislocated it. Oh, why well, her? Can... Yeah. yeah, that's also what happens when you dislocate something. It makes oh. ugly, ugly noises. Hmm. Well, regardless, it just sounded yeah. painful and <laughs> the point is she's delusional. That's the oh, point. Well, yeah, yeah. Dang. I also think that's not the first time he's had to do that. Probably not. Because he also yeah. managed to set it, probably without help and definitely without actual trained medical assistance. Right. Well, also, the way he did it, like, in, in pretty much any other show, when you see someone do it, it's like them pushing and waiting and doing it. He, he said, like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Done. I'm out. Peace. Must be Tuesday. Right? Yeah. 
And then Homegirl also, prior to all that, has the audacity to show up at the club with Thea and have a drink, whatever, Cupid Cupid's heart. Cupid's kiss. Yeah. Cupid's kiss. Like, really? Is really? that an actual drink? Is this a thing that, guys, if uh, it exists, someone leave a recipe in the comments because I'm interested. Yeah, we'll make them next week. <laughs> yeah, we will. Oh, there's no show Not next week. Week, week after. Mm. Yeah. I really liked Cupid. I like this character a lot. Not just because I can relate to her as a creep, mm-hmm. but also because, like, she was just a fun villain. Yeah, yeah no, I was. agree. Uh, she was a fun villain with a good intention. I know that sounds really weird because yeah. she's obviously willing to kill people. Or even, okay, for example, when uh, Home Dude was hanging, g- g- the first victim? Grava- uh, yes. Gravano. Gravano. Yeah. Gravano. Gravano. Yeah. Gravano. And he's, you know, got his little, like, dynamite suit or whatever, and she's got the little cupcake. <laughs> With the sparkler. And she, I'm like, really? Like, that's how you're going to light the dynamite? With the cupcake? But yeah, she like loves life, and she's fun to watch. Yeah, she's Doesn't the first make her a good zany. person. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes was. her entertaining. That more, she was. More comic booky than most of the stuff we've seen so far. Very much yeah. so. Very much so. Let's let's talk about DJ Cocky for a second, because he <laughs> really, <not>. really... <laughs> Got me upset. He's what not a okay. jerk. I just want to, for those who notice, that's the same man who was Wilkie on uh, Switch to Birth, and also he was on the Carrie Diaries. Yes, yes, he was. And CW, um, both Arrow and Flash, were just picking up pieces of like your show got canceled. Come, Come on back. To this show. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we we'll keep it in the family. The actors, I'm not yeah. mad at yeah. that. I'm not mad at that. No, it's great. However, I didn't like him as a character. No. Not at all. Let me just walk in and say, oh, I don't audition. Screw you. Get out. I'm glad Thea did that. I'm glad yeah. Thea wasn't yeah. like... You know how they say there's always that one girl that's not like the other girls? Mm. Whatever. It's how we depict things in movies. That's that yeah. guy. Yeah. But I love that she wasn't like, uh, okay, um, go ahead. No, bad. I mean... No, no person. <laughs> there was a G in there. Explicit on iTunes. Sorry! Person. <laughs> um, my question yeah. is, do you think before... She went and got trained. Do you think she would have acted the same way? No. That's a great point you bring up. Mm-hmm. She, she, was, she was harnessing the chi. She's such a stronger woman now. Yeah. Yes, she is. And I wonder if before she went and got trained with um, Malcolm, if she would have been, if this would have happened, she would have been like, "Yeah, I okay. want to see. I want to see you spin." Like, no. <laughs> Well, I think she would have been, been more whiny about it. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, I can't believe you're doing this, me. But like, she's like, no, I'll castrate you. Yeah. get to the back of the line. And he left. Yeah, and of course he shows up again. I don't know if you guys were a little bit irritated with him, but you know. Okay. I'm uh, irritated, yes, but I'm not surprised that it played out that way. That's kind of how they were stacking it up. And if all of the DJs were as terrible as the ones that she was auditioning, then it was going to crash and burn. And so, of course, he would want to come see that and try to swoop in to get the job. Okay, right. but there's ways you can do that. You can say, hey, you know what, I realize it's not working out or having a rough night. Like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I don't mind jumping on the ones and twos. <laughs> no. He he straight up just, like, basically rubbed it in her face, like, mm, well, Told you, oh, my necklace just like fell off. Apparently, I'm <laughs> stripping tonight, you guys. You missed best it. Best arrow after <laughs> I have the best seat to tonight. All right. Um, that really made me lose track of mine, you guys. Like, articles of things are falling <laughs> off of me right <laughs> if you're now. Not okay. If you're not watching, you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, there would yeah. have been other ways for him to do that, but they've established that as a character that that's not what he would do. Right. They've established that he's a cocksure little jerk, and so that's what he's going to be. 
And now he's going to stick around as the DJ for a while, and I can't wait Ugh. for Roy to punch him. You right. Know, you know what I love about this DJ? What? That what? he's so cocky, but all he does is put it in an iPod with Top 40 on it. Did he? I yeah. didn't see it. Yeah. yeah. He was remixing Habits and Turn Down for What? Well, and it's not hard. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is what got me. I was like, really, you guys? Really? He walked into the booth, right? And, you know, everybody's left the dance floor, blah, blah, blah. He plugs in his phone, apparently. Not even two seconds of the music. Yeah. Literally, not even two it seconds played. One line from and the chorus of Habits. And we've got, I gotta stay. And high. everyone's like, ah, ah, And they just, like, run onto the dance floor. Really? You could say it's a ballroom blitz. I mean, no, that would have no, been a good song. No. <laughs> not at that club. Um, what bothers me is that the other guys were like, DJing, it was terrible, but they were like doing stuff. Yeah, right. he was like music. I could play radio. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm the best. Right. That's what I suppose did. if he pre-mixed it. Question mark? Is that a thing that DJs do? Yeah, pre-mix uh, I mean, and then have a long mix. Do. I mean, yeah. but yeah. yeah, if you're gonna show, here's the thing: if you're gonna show up at a club already prepared to swoop in and take someone else's job, don't come with your phone, homie. Come with your turntables or come with your. There's a laptop. There's laptops and there's also like these little pads. Oh yeah. Sorry, DJs, the if mini. I'm getting the yeah. terminology yeah. wrong. Yeah. But he didn't have any of that. Well, I mean, she had all of it. I I could have met like. What I would have liked was if he first like plugged in his phone and played stuff, and then later when we come back and he's playing turn down for what, he's actually doing stuff, right? right. Instead of just playing like turn down next. for what, <laughs> yeah, because that's yeah. easy yeah. mode is oh hey turn down for what everyone loves this. Well, especially because well, Thea even says like I could just play my Spotify list yeah. right. be better yeah. than right. this. And he's like, great idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Basically. Ladies, let me ask you, though. Okay, so wrapping him up, mm-hmm. he shows up and, you know, Thea's counter money, you know, putting that paper out, whatever. She's making it rain. Yeah. <laughs> and very small um, shower and very neat piles. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and you know, home dude just can't shut it off, and he's still Mr. Coffee Pants. What? Like, if some dude walked up to you and was like, hi, let me just put my wet lips on your face... <laughs> Well, would you not I be would like, punch no, this him, is not sexy. Not I would sexy. punch him, yeah, but not I'm the right. not Thea Queen. Yeah. I don't know if we're the right girls to ask about this. Why? Wait, I'm confused. What happened? Well, because we seem to respect boundaries. That is true. Yeah, yeah. And this is a CW show. And I'll put it this way. This is what I think, because I and I'm I'm giving Thea the benefit of the doubt. The woman she is now, putting aside who she was before, now that she's this trained, strong woman, I think... A man coming to her, and and she's he not saved the day, but he helped out because she doesn't need to be saved. And she's like, you know what? He's attractive. This is what I want. And she's taking what she wants. And he's gonna. I'm predicting here. He's gonna be all relationshipy and whatnot. And she's gonna be like, I don't need you. Get out in the morning. <laughs> I'm just really hoping that's where Thea goes. She may just be interested to see what he's made of. He talks a big game and he yeah. DJs and he wants this. She's like, yeah. Screw it. Okay. We'll try it. Here's yeah. the thing. Whatever. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Ladies, gentlemen, it's okay if you're an aggressive man. Not overly aggressive, but it's okay if you want to swoop in and be like, yo, I'm the man. Let me take your face and kiss you mm-hmm. in the right moments. Oh, yeah. If this I was just not the moment. met you and the entire time I've known you, you've been a jerk to me. Not jerk, but just like arrogant. That's probably not the moment. Yeah, no. Not the yeah. moment. But She's lived around arrogant men all her life, though. I mean, look at her older brother. Both of he's them. not like that. <laughs> Both of them. Oh, yeah. man. Ooh. Yeah. 
Oh, I just got that. But look at who she likes. Before the island, Oliver was like that. A thousand and ten percent. Yeah. He was a jerk. He still kind of is a jerk in some ways, but he's not nearly as bad on the womanizing front. Yeah. But he was totally a jerk. And so she sees that and it's like, oh, guys are like this. And so it's that same mindset of guys are like this, but if he does something that I don't like, I can break his neck. I'm going to disagree that she thinks guys are like this now because look at who she, I mean, look at who she's dated. She has a good boyfriend. True. Terrible the good ninja. boyfriend who lied to her and did all sorts he of... He was a good boyfriend. Yeah. Was. Good boyfriend, <laughs> like, terrible ninja. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay on the topic of guys. There's a lot of guys on these shows. Yeah. And, you don't uh, say. You yeah. know, uh, okay, angry it's face almost right like now for women. because I don't like the way they had Ray Palmer try to do the salmon ladder and Felicity walks in and still does the, oh, I can't concentrate. Okay, you know what? No offense to the actor, but I'm like, I'd much rather see Stephen Amell do that because oh, yeah. Stephen Amell Ooh. is ripped and it makes sense to me. No offense to Guy, but I'm... And, Brandon Ruth? Yeah, yeah Brandon but it's just like, it didn't mean... Like, no, that is not your move. Don't do that. And don't do that in front of Felicity. And you don't look as good doing that. But you gotta love the line, oh, I have a type. That was yeah. a great line. Yeah. Wait, uh, Felicity said oh. that when she saw him on the salmon ladder. Yeah. Oh, oh. I yeah. love that he's yeah. just randomly doing that in his office. Like, you know what? It's half past noon. Salmon ladders. <laughs> like, really? Really? Yeah. You, yeah. you don't work on, you don't operate on the same level as normal human beings, do you? Right. Nope. No. He doesn't. We know he doesn't. I just like salmon ladders. I don't really I care. Just, I do I just like Stephen Amell doing them with yeah. that really nice lighting down in the the arrow cave, the yeah. quiver, the whatever yeah. the hell yeah. you want to call it. Our male audience right now is like... <laughs> <laughs> Our male audience is like, oh God, they're talking oh about God, guys again. Of course we're talking about guys male again. What interject, you please. Yeah, uh, guys, salmon letters are really hard. Um, <laughs> so you have to respect them for being able to do it. Okay, okay. Um, that's true. You know, and Stephen Amell is very practiced at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure he does it in his in his spare time. Yeah, and he does. Uh, mm. I, I'm glad. I hope I hope the ladies start doing it. That would be great as well. Yeah, that'd yeah. be amazing. We Sorry, come I down. Come talk to me next week. Sports bra oh, yeah. and doing I salmon ladders. ladders. Yeah. I'd love that to see be, yeah. Laurel trying yeah. to do salmon ladders. I'd be so up for that. that. I just realized that she hasn't been. In, she wasn't in this episode at all. No, no. she wasn't. I'm okay, okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I missed her. Um. You you guys were very uh, talking about boundaries a lot, and, and and Mr. Ray and his boundaries and this is yeah. A lot of let me kiss you tonight. Yeah, here's yeah. a dress. It's really expensive, but here here this is what I will say. And he pointed it out, and I get what the show was doing. You know, he gives her the lovely dress, the really expensive necklace, takes her out million dollar necklace, yeah. but on loan. Right. I just want to clarify that so he gave tacky her- yeah. on loan. God. No, that has to <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm <laughs> totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Okay. People do the thing. Yeah. So, no, no, no. But the, the point of that whole experience for Felicity, I think that the show was trying to establish and show her, is the line that he said at the very end. This is what you deserve. Nothing less. Yeah. And not necessarily for the monetary purposes, but a man who's wanting to do for you and do these nice things. Because uh, he can. Yeah, and, and take care of you. And whether it be emotionally or materialistically, whatever, mm-hmm. to each is their own. But those are all the things that Oliver can't and will not and is not doing for her now. Yeah. 
And that is why I feel like the timing of that, the everything that that happened, it just represents such a different lifestyle if she were to go that direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the, oh, God damn it, not again moment when he eventually becomes the Adam and runs off doing his superhero right? thing. And she's like, I do have a type. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. But you know what the, the, the thing about, gosh, I don't know what the thing about the thing is because I just forgot. Gosh, it's going to be great. Yeah, thing about be Santa great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to say this because I know there are going to be people in the comments and talking about it, etc. The same issue that we have been beating into the ground from day one. But someone in the comments reframed it last week as it's entirely possible that Ray Palmer has issues picking up on social cues. Looking at it that way, I'm still not okay with his actions in episodes one and two. I'm still not okay with stalking and not taking no for an answer. Right. Everything from then on in has been a little okay. If this is something he truly doesn't understand, if he's on the spectrum somewhere, it's entirely possible. I will allow that leeway. Mm. We'll see where it goes from here. I have a theory about... It could be bunnies. No. It's never bunnies. Um, (laughs) I have a theory about... Ray, and I don't want to get too much into predictions, but I feel like the way he's written, um, because we've talked about how he feels villain, he felt at least villainous, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. everyone was furious with our saying that. I think what they're doing, I'm guessing here, is they're writing him um, to like, oh, he's going to be a hero, but every time we suspect that he's up to something villainous, for example, at the end of the episode, not to jump ahead, but like we see something that kind of looks like a, a weapon and then all of a sudden it's the arm of a of a suit and then right. you know like everything he's doing it's suspicious and then it's like oh no it's it's a good thing right and i had a read i read an interview with him and he was saying that like after he was a villain in chuck it like people kind of started writing him villainously mm-hmm. and so that's how his character started in this art cuz you like even the fans didn't know whether to trust him cuz they kept imp- right. they kept pasting that onto his character mm-hmm. and then as his, as he's gone he's gotten more quirky gotten more right. like yeah Im- like compassionate i guess and so it's easier to see him in that heroic light yeah here's what i think is weird though when him and felicity went out on their dinner ray is obviously trying to purchase this mine from another gentleman yeah. and he's flubbing up whatever is going on at dinner and then felicity steps in and she says all these kind things about him and it's like she's saying it First of all, where did this come from? Because before he's been, uh, again, overstepping boundaries, and yeah. yeah, he gave you a job. I don't know when you guys bonded. It's great that you're saving the day. And the thing is, is it's like she was almost telling herself and hearing herself say it, because she ended the speech with him, how he's he he inspires people. He doesn't necessarily know how. He's not a businessman, yeah. so he doesn't know how to maybe relay the message to make it enticing Wheel for and you. Deal. Yeah. yeah, but if there's one thing I know about him, he is inspiring. And I was like, when did that happen? Here's my question. If Gradually? you were taken to a business meal, right? This dinner was a business a- arrangement. We're trying to um, buy something from this guy. And you go in and be like, he's not a businessman. He's not going to think about how to make the most money. I'm sorry. Isn't that the point? The point? Like, isn't that what the other man is there for? I know that Yes, it's possible that he want you know he's holding on to this mind for like whatever reason he wants to, but also he is a businessman. He owns a business. Like, right, Felicity. I feel I was so worried that she just messed up the whole thing because you know this man was like, 
wait, he's not going to make me money? Why would I help him? Right. Well, that's what she thought, too, when Palmer came in at the end of the episode. And she's like, yeah, I screwed up your business deal. It's like, no. Evidently, what he needed was to be wined and dined and then hear some nice feel-good story. Yeah. From a pretty girl. Yeah. I mean, who can resist that? In a great dress. Right. Yes. And I want that dress. <laughs> it was a pretty dress. I can't pull it off, but I want it. Oh, man. Um, I mean, and you can... From a business standpoint, it it seemed more like he was like, "Hey, let me take you out to dinner and try to convince you." It wasn't like a mutual like, "Hey, we're gonna hash out this contract." It's like, "Hey, I'm gonna buy you some food and uh, I'm gonna slide in uh, reasons why you should sell this to me." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from that perspective, I mean, it seemed like a sentimental thing for him as opposed to like a strictly business venture. Yeah, but wouldn't he also want money? Uh, depends on how attached to it he is. I mean, it could be clearly for him. he wasn't attached to it. He sold right, but I mean, well, for him, I mean, it could be like a side thing. Like he does other stuff, and he's like, "Oh man, I grew up in this mine because mm-hmm. people do that." <laughs> I do. Um, I grew up in this mine. <laughs> Everyone has a price, right? Does Akon have a mine? Top. Come yeah. on, everybody has one. Everyone has a price. All right. Well, okay. I have so, things that are mine. You know how this episode, the theme, or so we thought, was going to be Cupid and how Carrie's this, that, and whatever. But did anybody notice the underlying Cupid, which was Diggle, going back and forth between Oliver and Felicity? I have so hey, many issues. Oliver, whisper, whisper, whisper. It's time to tell her. Hey, Felicity, you know, he, he was really torn to pieces or whatever his verbiage was, right? Mm-hmm. How yeah. he was torn to pieces and not in his right frame of mind. Yeah. Okay, homie, that was your decision. And I love the way Felicity puts it. Sorry, banging. Uh, but I love the way Felicity... She, there wasn't any of that in this episode. What? Banging. banging. Huh. Oh, I know. This is me banging my point across. I know, I know. Saying she gave him a free reading and was like, you know what? Thank you, by the way. Um, but shouldn't Oliver be telling me this? If he's such a mess... Shouldn't he be telling me this? Well, she's gentleman. absolutely right. Yeah. Gentlemen, go ahead. Try to defend your male species. Go ahead. <laughs> um, some uh, men aren't very good at, uh, you know, expressing their feelings. Sky blue, water wet. <laughs> okay, but if you're about to lose the love of your life, well, I'm just going to let her go because I'm sorry. I don't know how to communicate that I love you. Well, because I want a, her to be happy to him, and I don't think I can make her BS. happy. B.S. It's called your phrase. I want to hear the man's perspective. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry, um, sorry. I'm going to speak for Oliver in that, like, for him, he's actively fighting. Can you please say your answer his... in Oliver's the voice, question? please? Um, I am speaking for Oliver. <laughs> that's not it. That's, it's, it's the, the like, no, arrowy, no, voicey thingy, right? <laughs> Where are the dro- No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's about, that's where I was All about right. to go. There we go. Um, but, like, he is actively fighting against what he really feels, because he thinks he thinks it's what's best for her. Um, so he's never going to admit it, because, at, like, though his heart is telling him one thing, his mind is telling him another. And we know that a lot of the times men tend to listen to their brains instead of their hearts. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Isn't their brain? Which brain are you keeping uh, that? Yeah, I know, because I... Which brain uh, are you yeah, trying they, they only have one brain, right. guy. That's not I mean, the joke. I, we, you know what? We have a lot of male listeners. I'm so sorry. Please forgive my co-host. You can tweet at her. And uh, <laughs> you guys messed up the joke. It's not brain. All right. I got. I got it. We, yeah. I got two heads. All right. The point is, go ahead. You're defending the male species. Um, I mean, but like, I felt like what Diggle was doing. It was. It was nice of him because. For him, Oliver is not like this hero. He is 
this guy who does heroic things, but ultimately they're friends. And he's looking out for his friends' uh, feelings. And also, while Oliver is uh, battling these feelings, he's not going to be at the top of his game, which increases his risks of dying. So he doesn't want to lose his friend, and he doesn't want to see these two people not be together just because they're stubborn. Right. Here's my problem. I feel like, so yes, Felicity was right that Diggle shouldn't be the one to tell her that Oliver should, mm-hmm. but we know that Oliver isn't going to, right? I, I Sure, great. Here's my big problem, mm. is Diggle says to her, like, you know, this whole thing is messing with his brain, and he's not at the top of his game. I'm sorry, how is that Felicity's problem? Exactly. Right! Thank you, thank you. She shouldn't have to sacrifice what she has or what she wants just because Oliver cannot get over himself. And right. let's be real, Oliver has a very, very bad track record when it comes to getting over things. He is extremely bad at it. Mm-hmm. Emotional constipation. So it's not her job to babysit him. It's not her job to make sure he feels better. It is his job to sort himself out however he needs to do that so he can perform his self-imposed duties like he needs to. Yeah. What I want to know is what he was actually going to go say to her. At the very end of the show, let's not forget, it's a big moment, so I left it till then. But I don't think it's funny, and I was so mad at you, because in the theater, this one is laughing while I'm over here dropping my jaw, because of course... See, she's evil. Pure evil. Because... You know what? You cued that one. You know you did. So anyhow... But no, I was really disappointed, because... I want to know, what was Oliver really going to say to Felicity? He finally got the, you know, kahunas to go talk to her, and she's making out with frickin' Ray, who is the one who ends up cutting off the kiss and being like, oh, oh. I was like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> I, just, I have to go change I, yeah, seriously. <laughs> It's the CW. You knew they were going to go for this one misunderstanding, that exact moment of awful, horrendous timing, because it's cheap drama, and they do it so well. Look at look at uh, season one and the sex scene over which they played Radioactive, which is a decision I will never get over, where, okay, I'm I'm going to talk to Laurel, and I'm going to... And Tommy goes up to talk to Laurel and then sees through the open, uncurtained window that she and Oliver are having sex. And it's just that moment of, well, That's so sucks. much for that. And it keeps happening. And it's a cheap, it's a cheap, cheap dramatic trope. And I knew it was going to happen. And I'm so happy. And it amuses the hell out of me. Well, That's why I was laughing. Because they did the thing and the thing was great. <laughs> Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I really shouldn't out of your sails. Yeah. Yes, because I was like, God, that sucks. But I mean, at the same time, I knew they were going to let Elicity happen that easily. But still, I really want to hear Stephen Amell, Oliver slash, just pour his heart out. Just be honest and have some courage and at least well, he try. Kinda try. Did. He kind of did when he's talking to Cupid and he's explaining why he has to be alone. He knows Felicity's listening. He's. These, she said, I'm here, and then... Me being yeah. Felicity. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And uh. then she has, you know... At half the time, I think he's convincing himself. He's not saying it. He is saying it for her, but half the time he's reminding himself, like, this is why I'm doing it. This is why. Don't yeah. forget. So I feel like his going to see her, um, and she's kissing Ray, was... You know, and, like, we, we know what you're going to say. You already said it. I don't get why you're here. But I want to make it very clear to everyone that if we're going to ship Ray and Felicity, we're going with Faye as opposed to Relicity. I'm just going to go with no thank you. 
Faye. I just want to make sure everyone's on the same page. We're going with Faye. So anyway, <laughs> let's we could Hong call Kong, it Palmer Tech. Over this subject right now. <laughs> we could call it Palmer Tech. No. No. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Have you turned wanna, it off and on again? I'm going to leave with talking about Smaller. Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Hong Kong. Okay. Let's talk about... Okay. Homegirl. His wife. Katana. Thank you. Brain fart. It's written up there. <laughs> I know. You know what? Sh- sh- we're on air. Don't tell people that. I can do my job. So, anyway. I know. Attention to the man behind the screen. Exactly. Exactly. That would be Steven. Yeah. So, in Hong Kong, right, we see husband, Maseo, leaving. And, of course, you know. Husband and homegirl. Yeah. What's yeah. their kid's name? Little kid. little kid, Akio. little kid, dude. Okay, okay. So either way, he's uh, hubby's out the picture, right? And I thought, okay, this is where they're gonna start becoming friends, and you know, because one day she's gonna train him, and blazy blazy blazy, and he's just some rich kid who doesn't know how to do his laundry. Yeah. Which, I'm sorry, did we not know that he didn't know how to do his laundry? Were we surprised? We no. are, but she is obviously because she's just like. Eh. Oh, when she You're was that like, idiot. when she was like, "I'm not your mom and I'm not your maid," and blah, blah blah, and I was like, "He clearly doesn't know how to do laundry, right?" right. Yeah, well, right. It's, it's right. been a long time since we've seen uh, inept Oliver. I mean, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. He didn't have to do laundry that's on fine. the island. No, he just no. wore the, he same, wore the thing. same thing over and over. <laughs> right. Did it in a, in a river? Right. right. Not even that. End. Just bathe with them on. Who cares? <laughs> Air dry. Yeah, he could have done that. That's a thing you can do. And at the end, he picks up that laundry bag and goes out. It's like you never learned. What do you think right. you're going to do right. with that? <laughs> and that maybe was, he's going to hand wash them. Yeah. But you know, what? I really like that we finally got to see. Well, first of all, the assumption was there when Maseo went li- li- went lefting when he went missing <laughs> when he left. <laughs> Okay, yeah. when he went lefting, and the two of them staked out, and the, you know they're under attack, and yeah. yada yada yada. Beforehand, you know Oliver's like, "I'm gonna go look for your husband," and she's like, "Yeah, right. What are you gonna do?" That's yeah. a really good way but, to get yourself killed. But you know what? I love that they did that only because for the perspective of the fact that he stereotypically was like, "You're a woman." Stay home. It's okay. Even yeah. though he yeah, probably like, can't do anything, he's like, "You're the wife." That's what you do. Like, <laughs> girl, you're a wife. Yeah. I love that we had that scene. Yeah, and yeah. then she turned around and she was just like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, she was amazing. <laughs> just like that. Yeah, just exactly. Like that. And they were like all that. dead. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's why I just want to talk about Our that. Our sword whistled. Like it was it beautiful. Did. Yeah. yeah. Kick-ass fighter. Okay, did anybody wonder why... Okay, so when everybody comes home, the family gives a hug, mm-hmm. and then there's Oliver, like you guys said, awkwardly with his laundry, and yeah. he's just like, I'm gonna go. But right before that happened, he had this moment where he looked so sad. And I didn't know if it was because he was thinking about his own family or it's what. It's because his dad's not coming back from the dead at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. And... Because we had that, oh, three members of Argus were killed from mm-hmm. this group. And right. she thought that we all thought that right, Maceo right. was among them because it's the great fake out mm-hmm. and he'd been gone all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They come back to the apartment. He's there where have you guys been? Yeah, I should have called. I mean, they had us under lockdown because three agents died, but where have you been? And Katana's just losing it right. because this is her husband back from the dead. Right. Oliver knows he's not going to get that second chance with his dad because he watched his dad shoot himself. So yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, this that's is a CW. Thing. His dad's no, no one's ever dead. <laughs> we did have a body for that, though. It's called. No no one's ever dead. It, <laughs> there's always a flashback. Nobody, no death. But if there's a body, they're probably gone. CW Ghosts. drama. 
There's no always reason. Always a ghost. Always a ghost. And the Lazarus Pit. Can yeah. we talk about their discussion of the word gaijin? Okay. Because I thought okay. that was a really interesting little, um, their discussion in the car before they decided to get out and do something. Okay. Meaning foreigner, right? Because it's something that Maceo dropped and Oliver couldn't find the word in his Chinese dictionary because it's Japanese. Mm-hmm. And gaijin meaning foreign, you're not from here, you're different. Yeah. Katana tells Oliver it applies to him and he says, well, yeah, it applies to you too. You're Japanese and you're in Hong Kong. What happened? We made some important people very unhappy. Who? What? How? Why? We don't know. Probably on the wrong side of the Yakuza. But you were talking about maybe they start having a bonding moment. I think that was the beginning of it. Yeah. Not yeah. so much the candle thing last episode because the candle thing needed to happen. Right. But this, them both talking about being a fish out of water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then bonding over what they thought was the loss of Maceo. Yeah. Oh, good so point. I thought that Excellent. was an interesting little moment. Yeah. Well, speaking of moments, I've finished and completed going down all the moments that I feel like are like uber important and I know that we are winding down on the clock so I would like to get into some news and gossip. Y'all know me. I got pictures and I got videos. While those are getting queued up, I will say something that I read. Robert, forgive me if I say his name wrong, Knepper? It's spelled with a K and an N. I'm hoping the K is silent. But either way, he played William Talkman back in the day, right? Do we remember him? No. Captain no. Clock? Yes. Or not Clockwork. Captain Clock. Clockwork. Oh, Clockwork. Yes. Okay, Captain so Clock. he's actually going to be Clock. making an appearance on Flash. Yeah. Cool. So I thought that was quite interesting. I don't know the storyline. I just read that he's going to be crossing over. So they've got all these crossings of overs happening. Yeah. Our first picture is actually a picture that was released by one of the producers about what episode 12 will be, and obviously the font is way small, and I don't know if I wrote it down, so you guys, I'm sorry, you gotta get your magnifying glass out to read what it actually says on that piece of paper. Well, Um, episode 12 is when we're first going to see Laurel as Canary, is it not? Maybe that's why he put that out. I'm not sure, to be honest with you, and I thought I was gonna be able to read that, so people listening, I am so sorry. (laughs) Tune into uh, YouTube. Let's go to our next picture. I will just make wonderful sounds. Oh, I just thought this was so cute. Okay, so you guys, I like to focus on different characters occasionally when we're doing our news and gossip. Because they are in Canada, sometimes it is hard to get gossipy gossip, and I like them, so I don't want to gossip too much. Instead, we have... This is a photo shoot, and it was for a kitty savior type situation, and I'm so sorry I don't know the organization, but it's a beautiful cat, and I just think that David Ramsey looks adorable with this little kitty. So let's move on to our next picture. Big this, men and tiny kittens are always wonderful. Right? Yeah. So this is a picture of David Ramsey when he paid, played excuse me, Muhammad Ali. And um, this was a while ago, but again, I just like to go through different people's history because he's done a lot of stuff mm-hmm. prior to Arrow. And I'm not going to lie, I, I really wasn't familiar with him until I watched the show. And now going back through his history, I'm like, wow, he's a really accomplished actor. Let's go to our next picture. I feel like this is also from the movie, and if I'm wrong, please correct me. And if you are listening, it's David Ramsey with a lovely lady who is a bride. And I'm assuming it's not his. And this is his son! Super cute, right? So cute. Let's go to our next picture. Oh, he was on Chips once upon a time, too. Oh, my God. Wow. See? I told you guys, he's been around. In 1999. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and this is, uh, I came across this picture of Stephen Amell with a cast on his head. And I'm wondering what exactly he was getting fitted for, because his mask goes around his face and not necessarily the top of his dome piece. So, hmm. 
He, he doesn't look very happy. We'll see. And next, then smash uh, his head in. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe the next two are videos. The first one, I thought, okay, so really funny. The cast, when they're bored, they're in Canada, whatever. <laughs> Not just Canada. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you spend a lot of time, and there's a lot of really talented people on this cast that can sing. We know that John Barrowman can yeah, sing. Can. I yeah. had no idea that... Willa Holland could sing. Mm. Um, can we get our next video queued up, or are we working on that? Nope. Okay, so let's push play. That's Roy. Are they in a men's room? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Felicity, guys. Let a girl cute as can be. Summer days written away to walk for the summer nights. Oh, well, oh, well, oh, well, oh, well. Tell me more, tell me more. Like, did he have a car? Tell me more, tell me more. Did you get very far? I got no time. <laughs> I just thought that was really cute and obviously that was from a little while ago because we see that Willa Holland still had all her hair yeah. okay so our next wow, video that, that was amazing wasn't it awesome our next video is actually from a panel uh, don't recall when this panel happened but I found it online and it was one of the producers talking about why they chose um, Stephen Amell as the oh. arrow so if we can play that really quick can you talk about that casting process because I remember the script was fantastic, but <laughs> everybody, everybody talked about who is he. Yeah, I mean, it was, I've never had it actually happen that quickly on a show. Uh, you know, everybody ran down to my office. I said, okay, you know, I had other things I had to go do. And I said to Andrew Mark, if you guys, and to you, if, if you see someone you like, just come knock. And I, like, literally walked 10 feet away, and it was, like, two minutes later, and you guys are knocking on my door. And I'm like, well, that's, I think you're a little eager. Uh, you know, uh, but I'll go in, and I'll see whoever, and... And we walked in, and Stephen was brilliant. And, and you know, the thing that... He, he, there were two or three scenes he had to do, and he... Obviously, you know, uh, you're looking for a couple things. You're looking for a great actor that you know can do all the emotion and all the, the heart and the, still the damage of this character, and you know that you're also going to have a character who's he's playing a completely different character on the island. Can he do both those levels? And then in addition to that, how much of the DNA of the original character does he sort of... You know, do you feel like you're really sort of seeing Oliver Queen when you're sort of around him? And we all kind of had that collective feeling the thing i'll say is you know then when the show goes to get advertised and stuff and they have him shirtless on everywhere that you <laughs> we did not see him without his shirt in any of the audition process so he got it because wow. he was a great actor yeah that's the most surprising yeah. news right? yeah i mean i have a bag that has his bare chest on it i why? They really did do the shirtless yeah. advertising everywhere. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, guys. So it's I got to wrap it up. Bag. Apologize. We're going to miss out on predictions, but we will be back next week. The we week have, after. Yeah. Week next after. week we have a break. So the week after we will be back. But thanks, for guys, for joining us. My name is Ali Kona Bradford. You can find me at Kiss My Passport or on my website, Ali Kona Bradford. Wix, W-I-X dot com backslash television host. Take you, it away. You can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. And you can uh, check out all. All the information about Sirens Boudoir, my stylist, it's amazing. Also, Twitter, Yell Teagle, Y A E L T Y G I E L. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tari J, that's T A U R I J A Y. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Sword Art Online, Z Nation, and Star Wars Rebels. All right, thanks, guys. See you the week after next. 
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.